Aspiring Headliner with QSC. On the podcast today is UK artist Gia Lilly, who has had radio support from BBC Introducing and has just released her brand new single, Good Enough. So welcome along, Gia. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Thanks for joining. We were just saying off air, it's just been a bank holiday in the UK and you've been um, celebrating with the family, haven't you? have very wholesome it's my nan's 70th so shout out <laughs> oh shout out to your nan oh that's lovely though it's nice doing just just family bits sometimes isn't it when you have a few days yeah. off yeah 100% hadn't seen them for like two years as well so it was gorgeous oh my god lovely. two years yeah because of covid like we, we were we were one of those families who were being extremely sensible oh no that's <laughs> good everyone should I was as well but my mum was getting annoyed that I wasn't seeing her like I was making some kind of <laughs> stand I was like I'm just doing what you're meant to do you know (laughs) are you um do you live all near each other in your family then are you dotted around a little bit yeah we're quite dotted about um they're like on on the coast not coast that's a bit that's a bit extra they're like (laughs) Morden way um and we're we're in Essex so it's a little it's a little bit far and the other one's in London as well so it's a bit bit scattered about but we made We're not too far. I'm in Kent, so we're not too far from each other then okay, here in Essex. Nice. Just yeah. one county over. Lovely grey day that it is today. I'm sure we can all relate. The nice white nice. sky welcoming us into spring. Love it. <laughs> Classic yeah. England. Um, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I'm glad you had a nice weekend then. That's good. And what's so what's how busy are you at the moment? Is are you getting a lot of days off? What's a typical day in your life looking like? Are you just doing loads of um, I don't know, promo or like maybe social content, that sort of thing? Yeah, I don't like days off. It's a bit, it's a bit of a toxic trait of mine. I, I love being busy. So I, I almost, I do need to like, I need to work out why, because it's not, it's not a good thing. I don't like chilling. Um, so I always feel guilty for it. So I, 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 I always feel like I should be doing something. So yes, I have been very busy recently, okay. <laughs> um, especially with Good Enough coming out. Um, just always want to be doing something to pr- promote it and everything. And it's going really well. So sort of the, the work's sort of paying off. So then I don't want to stop, you know. Well, yeah, of course. You just want to sort of um, go with the momentum of it. That makes total sense. And you're um, you're an independent artist, aren't you? So it makes sense that you, you know, you've got to kind of steer this on your own, haven't you? Yeah, and I really, I really enjoy it because I, I like to um, sort of if it, if I, I'm the only one I can tell off if something goes wrong, <laughs> which is a good. <laughs> okay, okay. So you've not been binge watching uh, anything by the sounds of it over the weekend. You've not been on New Ozark. Come on, that's out now. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. Is it good? Oh, it's so good. Have you seen any of it though? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay, well, just there might be spoilers. If you're going to watch it, you might have to stay away from the internet until you've managed to catch okay. up on that. But it's okay. good. It's a good one. But um, yeah, so yeah. Um, before um, yeah, we get into your new single and all your music and everything, I'd love to hear a little bit about you and your music influences maybe growing up. What were you, what were you listening to when you were a kid or maybe exposed to? Um, a lot of people obviously are influenced by maybe the music their parents listen to or family sure. members or friends. So what was that like for you? Luckily, I had Hannah Montana. So ah, okay, she, okay. Um, interestingly enough, she was a massive like in a in a silly backwards way. She was a massive influence for me, um, in a funny way. Like I, I just I just wanted to be her as every young girl I think I think did. But the the more cooler aspect of it, my dad and I every time we drive to school, he put on you know Guns and Roses, Oasis, The Beatles, Queen, and they've just stuck with me in my roots. They I had a sort of. I'd, I'd be the one when at parties, people would be like, oh, gee, get on the playlist. And I'd be like, no, you guys are not going to like my music. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not going to like it. It's all from like, you know, quite a while ago. But um, I'm proud of it now because I really try and bring that, bring those references into into my music. 
and I think it's 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 going you know way that I want it to do as well so um yeah I'm proud of it now but I never used to be <laughs> okay no it sounds like eclectic which makes sense now that I've listened to um you know some of the music and particularly on a new single there's um we'll get into that more later obviously you can tell there's tons of influences in there so it's always interesting yeah. to hear what people are listening to so what was your what was your bedroom like what was on your walls what who were the posters on your walls was it all Hannah Montana just like floor to ceiling <laughs> it's so embarrassing because you say was but I'm literally looking at my wall right now <laughs> Is it still Hannah Montana? <laughs> no, it's not Hannah Montana. No, it's, she's been replaced with Freddie Mercury and Amy Winehouse. <laughs> nice. Solid choices there. Yeah, I, I was a bit of um, I'm a Spice Girls mainly when I think back to that. Oh, and a few of Ronan amazing. Keating. I definitely had a giant Ronan Keating one with the curtains oh, swinging yes. up at him. Yes. I remember that. Yes. Um, Iconic. <laughs> curtains, yeah. I think curtains are back now, actually. It's coming back around. Um, Ooh, I know. So here for it. Who, where did, who saw that coming? I mean, who knew? But um, yeah. What about um, what was the first music you remember buying with your own money? I love asking this question because you get so many random answers. Oh, I think it was an Oasis um, vinyl. Oh, that's really cool. I thought um, normally people say quite dorky stuff, and it's a vinyl. <laughs> that's the thing I was I was brought up yeah my dad just just loved loved and it was I can't remember what album it was it was the one with like Don't Look Black in Anger mm-hmm. on it um uh, Champagne Supernova all of those all of those ones um but yeah that was the first one I, I bought and I was I, I yeah I just I loved it loved it okay nice no that's a strong choice then um so um in terms of I guess more now and Growing up when you came out of, you know, the, obviously the Hannah Montana stage and I can tell you you've got um, influences like from your dad, maybe from, you know, like you said, the 60s, or Beatles or Freddie Mercury or something. So what um, what are your, who are your musical heroes or inspirations and who influences you now? Oh, don't get me started. Okay. Um, <laughs> Freddie Mercury is the main one. Of course. Um, Legend. Not, obviously, I'm not saying in any shape or form that I make music like him in any way. Just his whole outlook on on being an artist and who he is and what he represents. I just, I just absolutely admire him. Um, Dua Lipa for who she is. She's just incredible. I love mm-hmm. Billie Eilish, of course, Olivia Rodrigo, yeah. um, Phoebe Bridges. I just, I, there are so many, like so many different kind of, a lot of hidden gems as well. People that have made it, but still I think deserve more recognition. People like Upsell, May Miller, um, Maisie Peters. So they're still names, but I think they deserve so much more recognition. Mm. Um, I love finding like the hidden gems as well. Okay. I've seen as well you really like um, Gwen Stefani as well. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Like, iconic. Like you can't, you can't not. Legend. Did you see what she was wearing at the Met Gala? Look, she looks oh my so God. good. How does she look so good? She's looked better than I've ever looked. And she's like older, a lot older than me, but what's going on there? Apart from money, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she looks so good. Iconic. Oh, ageless queen, honestly. I love that um, No Doubt album, Tragic Kingdom. I actually listened to that for the first time in ages the other day. It's still so good. Yeah. They're such a good oh, band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mine was the the sweet escape. Oh, that was good too. Yes, that was good. I forgot about that one. You got it on there as well, and that's that's one that's not very well like known. But now that you got it, is one of my favourites. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, cool. What about? Um, I wondered if you were into Lana Del Rey at all. Just from listening to some of your music today, and then I was reading. I think in the notes on you that you kind of like it didn't say you're into you know sad bangers, but it's sort of like that sort of sound sometimes, that sort of style. Um, I am and that's the thing with my music I I write really sad lyrics but I don't want the music to be sad I want it to be brought back into like a feeling of empowerment so when people listen to it it's like it's sad but you can gain back some sort of, you know songs that you can scream to and like let it all out you know 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, Lana Del Rey. Yeah, in in the more sad ballad kind of way. I mean, her first album was it was it Born to Born to Die? Born to, um, Die, Born to Die. What an album! Love that. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! I remember hearing that um, when I was away, and I just had it on repeat. So yeah, I'd, I'd, in in some weird way, it's weird that you mentioned that because I wouldn't have said, I, not that I forgot about her. You can't. No. <laughs> she's, over, she's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, she's she's definitely had some influence on my music as well. Mm. Yeah, I was just curious. Yeah, what an album that was. Um, oh, God, incredible. Uh, I need to dig that out, actually. I'm pretty sure I had that on CD, and now I don't even have a CD player. How time's changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I saw um, Good Enough, so obviously that's out now, but let's go back a little bit to your debut and talk about um, Signs a little bit. So this saw you, you got support from BBC introducing for that. So what was it like to get that level of support for that song? It, it wasn't expected. I was I was so grateful for it. And when I got the email saying that they were going to be supporting it, it was it, it was really huge for me. And I know that a lot of artists get support from them, and they're they're such a great platform. But for a debut sing, singer and single, not knowing what people were going to enjoy listening to, and not knowing the response it was going to get, like it was brand new. Um, it was just incredible, and I'm so I'm so grateful. So they've been they've been such a massive help on my second single as well, and. Yeah, just it's such a great platform, isn't it? It's it's so brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. The way they elevate and elevate and sort of cherry pick rising talent, um, just giving people that little bit of exposure, that little bit of a boost, um, is great for independent artists, isn't it? Yeah, that's what, yeah. Just about to say, especially being independent, it's it's brilliant. It's so great. Yeah, it must be, and I can only imagine how it must how exciting must feel to get that email and to to hear your stuff oh, yeah. on the radio. So, did did anything change for you majorly after that then? Um, I mean, I had I had the messages, you know, saying, oh, my God, I have this on the radio now following, like, let me know when your next one is, all stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's, it, I'm hoping it would just grow from there, you know. I, I won't expect too much, but just keep keeping the momentum, you know, keeping consistent. Yeah, absolutely. And um, what were you doing before you started to, I suppose I'll put it, just say, like, seriously making music, if you know what I mean, like, you know, getting out yeah. singles. What were you doing before that? Were you you know working in some I don't know like nine to five or you at college or uni or something like what were you doing before that so I I I don't like it but I I I was modeling um it wasn't for me um I I I made some great friends great experiences I managed to travel a lot of the world which is phenomenal but um the, the the whole modeling industry really wasn't for me it really affected my mental health and my body image and the way I sort of viewed myself and I just thought it was you know I was that was from 16 to 20 right and, oh right really early years as well especially yeah. to be around that kind of scene exactly and being exposed to it every single day it's a good thing is I can face rejection like a bitch like <laughs> 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 but, um it's it, it was it was definitely extremely eye-opening and it was something that I'm glad I experienced and I got my best friend out of it and um we met in Cape Town and she's still my best friend um but yeah, she. It, it was very, very toxic for for the experience that I went through. I know for some girls, luckily, it's it's okay, but for me, it was extremely toxic. And I'd always been writing music, so it was never something that I thought I was going to be doing. Um, it was always because I do. I'm an actress as well, and I always thought I'd be acting. Um, and so when lockdown hit, I just kept writing songs in my room, and they were they were shit. They were really bad. They were they were pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> they didn't really make sense. Like I just I uploaded a few to Spotify already, and then. Yeah, it was obviously didn't get anywhere because I don't know how to produce. I don't know how I didn't know how to songwrite really. <laughs> um and then yeah, I got got my management and then deleted all of those songs, started again, started developing as an artist. And then yeah, it was about a year and a half of developing before I released my debut single. So it's been quite a, it's been quite a while. 
Okay, and quite a journey. And the the modelling stuff as well, I'm guessing, is it as, you know, toxic slash dysfunctional, whatever you want to call it, as people, you know, imagine it is, you know, with the whole, obviously, hideous body image and standards that you have to be able to hold to? For me, yes. Like, my experience, yeah, but that's just that was just personal to me obviously that you might talk to some models and they'd be like oh it's been the best thing ever for me um but just I can only speak on behalf of myself and for me it was it was extremely toxic yeah yeah I've always thought it just looked so hard and you know you can't you can't help but take a toll and that's your worth you know what how you look and I guess technically how young or thin you look when you strip it down to the base tactics and the thing is for me like I loved the shooting aspect of it like meeting the in like the different teams and I I I adored meeting like a different team every single day like that was so fun that was brilliant but it was the behind the scenes stuff that really got to my head it wasn't necessarily the modeling itself it was everything that sort of came came for oh sorry splash my piano um I use my hands when I talk a lot so I'm like you can't see me but (laughs) that's what I'm doing um yeah it just it, it just got to my head a lot and yeah, had a massive effect on my mental health that I just, yeah, since then tried to get back. <laughs> okay, well, no, that sounds like you've made a great decision there. And obviously you found your way into music, so that's fabulous. Um, so, um, oh, sorry, go on. No, just finally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, finally. I mean, I'm glad you got through the uh, the crappy songs, as you said, and you know, you've got towards making. So we're not going to sit, they're not going to see the light of day. You're not going to leak your own um, early music then, I'm guessing. You know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> If I want, if I feel like I want to get cancelled, then yeah, but I don't think. So. <laughs> okay, okay, we don't need to get cancelled, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> There's plenty of time for that. Everyone's getting cancelled these days. Um, <laughs> so um, signs, then obviously you're listening to the lyrics. It's, um, it seems apparent, you know, what it's about. Is this from a real life heartbreak, or were you inspired by I don't know something someone else went through, or maybe something you saw on TV or something? I'd love to lie and say that, but no, it was real. It was it was a real experience. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It was it was quite tricky. I think I'm I'm definitely over it now. And like it, this song really it sounds like cringy, but it helped me get through it. I think I didn't know for me, like I remember Olivia Rodrigo said that songwriting is her way of making sense of her emotions. And that's just hit the nail on the head for me. Like when you don't know where your head is it like artists just turn to music and put it into lyrics and put it into a song and it finally it just there's no, there's no feeling like writing a song exactly how you feel. Mm. So I think after that, it really helped me get through. But yeah, no, it was, it was a real experience. Yeah. Okay. And does the person you wrote it about know it's about them? <laughs> Have you heard something uh, from them? Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, he, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> You've already got so many messages. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this about you? <laughs> yeah. No, he did. He did. Um, yeah yeah there was a bit there was a bit of yeah as as I suspected a bit something you know it went down a little bit because um as I thought it might but um I tried to not get involved I was, it was a bit bad I sort of released the song and I was like right that's my job done out like you deal with it now yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm done okay, <laughs> enjoy yeah. it keep streaming <laughs> yeah happy streaming okay so I've seen as well so the video you've got all your fans involved I've seen it on YouTube you know they're lip syncing along where did you get um, that idea to do that for and to get your fans involved in it. I, d- I don't know. I think I must have seen someone, I must have seen someone do it before. I had the idea because I think probably, you know, it's not it's not a new idea, but um, people were really engaging with the song. I think it was when I saw so many people making TikToks to the song that I was like, oh my God, I really want to put this into a compilation. So then I was like, okay, let's ask people, see see what the response is. And yeah, I was, I was very happy that it wasn't just like me, my mum and my boyfriend doing it. <laughs> Taking it in turns. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. No, there are female people in there and some a dog. I'm pretty sure I saw a dog as well. So it's nice to get. You. No, so cute. It's nice to get everyone involved. Um, okay, so let's talk about. We should talk about good enough. So obviously your new single. So I've been listening to that today. It's got quite a different vibe and sound so it kind of i was listening to it i was like it's it's like pop and then it's dance and then it's hip-hop and then it's rock with that insane electric guitar which i loved it It was like unexpected going in all these different directions so did you always plan you know when you wrote this that this might have all these different influences in there what did that come into it more with the production side no i tell you what like i walked into studio that day and i'd already written the pre-chorus and the chorus on my piano at home but like i said earlier i'd never want my songs to be sad and piano for me is quite a sad instrument um so all my songs start off as piano ballad and i take them to studio and i say right guys this is not how it's going to be but just get the get my sort of you know get the gist of what i'm doing and then let's make it a big song showed them my references and I can't remember what my references were that day but they were definitely not sad songs they were more like rocky a bit more pop punk kind of like Avril Lavigne kind of style yeah um I was just about to say was Avril like sort of in the back of your mind somewhere I know she's been releasing music again so I think she's uh sort of popping up at the moment isn't she and this was this was August last year so I think correct me if I'm wrong but I think that was before she started releasing again yeah I think you're right actually this was like, I'm talking like complicated era. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. So I was, I think I, yeah, I must have played complicated. So just, just that kind of like rocky but slash pop. Um, and I wanted it to be like a real, um, like an anthemic kind of song. So the, the chorus is very simple melody and it's just traveling down the scale back up again. Like it's just very simple. But I really wanted to incorporate like every single part of me that has sort of led me to where I was on that day, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I, it was the first song that when I left the studio, it, I felt like, wow, that's that's really shaped me as an artist. Like, this is it now. Like, that is exactly what I want to be doing. Um, so then from every other session since then, I sort of was always had good enough in the back of my head. Mm. And was thinking that is that if it doesn't sound like good enough, then I don't want to release it. Like, that is the vibe that I want to go down now. And it's and yeah, I've got a lot more to come <laughs> of that kind of genre. Yeah. Oh, okay. Exciting. That's great as well. Because again, being an independent artist, you often hear signed acts, perhaps looking back on their early days and they say, I wish, you know, you could have more control over the music you want to make. Obviously some record companies very much shape what you are doing, what you are wearing, what you sound like, but it sounds like you're doing your own thing and exactly what you want to do. So it's working out perfectly. Trying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so far so good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. I saw as well, your boyfriend's the one playing the amazing guitar on that song. Yeah. And I thought I made it really obvious. I, I probably should have put like feet Callum Rich because people were like, gee, I didn't know you were that good at guitar. I was like, I don't know how to play an A. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to play guitar. Like I've got two in my bedroom, like waiting for me to like learn them, bless them. They look so sad. Like <laughs> I just, I just don't know how to play guitar. So yeah, I had to like reinforce the fact that it is definitely it's my boyfriend doing it. Yeah, he's the talented he's the talented one. He's a, he's incredible. I was more than happy to get him on my him on my song, and he's he'll be featuring a lot more. Okay, okay, all right. Shout out to Callum then. Is Callum on that? As we can confirm, <laughs> so you can get his juice. So did he hear the track and go, "Oh my god, it's like we need to get guitar on this"? Or did you ask him to join? No. So when we when we did the demo back in August last year, my producer Reese he. I said to him, I was like, can we please do it? Like, I want to do guitar solos. Like, no one does them nowadays. And I really want to bring them back. Like, I think they're so sick. Like, because the music that I make, I really want to be able to perform live and people to really feel like they're part of the experience and the song. 
So I said to Reese, I was like, let's do a guitar solo, like before anyone else does it, come on. So he wrote, he wrote a little bit of the guitar solo. And then my boyfriend, Callum, um, I showed it him that evening and he was like, oh my God, I'm going to do it. I was like, well, no, like obviously he started soloing over it. And then he wrote like basically all of it over the top of what Reese had already done. Um, but yeah, we'd already had it from the demo. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm guessing he liked the end result then. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, he couldn't yeah. say otherwise. He'd be in trouble, I guess, wouldn't he? But no, it's, it is really good. Um, and genuine listening to go and check out the song. So it's good enough. But what about um, the inspiration for the track, like the lyrics, where did these ideas start to form for you? So a, a big topic that I want to talk about in my music is my journey through mental health, because it's something that's really close to my heart, um, as I know it is for many people. Um, and it's something that I'm really proud that people talk about in society now. So I think it's it's great that you can then incorporate that into art and music. Um, and so I was with someone who didn't respect my mental health and I put them first, even though they treated me like shit. And, and it was, it was, it was one night feeling like having all of that emotion inside of me and just the lyrics sort of just fell out of my mouth. And that's, those are when the songs really, the ones that I really take to studio and I'm like, we need to do this because I know how much it means to me then. Mm -hmm. Like last night I sat on my piano, tried to write a song and I just couldn't. So it's, it's sometimes you just really feel it and sometimes you don't. So the lyrics, the lyrics really came first. Um, and then I took it to studio and finished it with my co-writers and producer. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like it just sort of flowed out of you in this particular occasion then. Yeah, completely, completely. Mm. And yeah. What kind of feedback have you had from fans yet? You know, sort of relating to the lyrics or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I'm really, it's been amazing because I think with TikTok, because it's a visual platform, it's so great to see how people are, you know, uh, resonate with the song and the videos that they're creating because I can really see the power that people are gaining back and it's awesome like people are people are screaming the song in the TikToks like really going for it and you can tell the ones that have been hurt and mm. need that sort of needed that song not necessarily just mine there are loads of like it but just to have an, another song on their playlist to make them feel like they are good enough mm. Yeah, and it is so important to have people out there, like you say, that speak about things openly. Maybe even 10 years ago, it wasn't such a big thing that people were feeling comfortable about talking about. So I think anyone that just keeps that going is really good, just to let everyone out there know, you know, social mm. media isn't, isn't real. It's the highlights, isn't it? You know, everyone's oh, got yeah. stuff they're actually dealing with. Um, everyone's yeah. human and has these types of feelings. So yeah, I think that's great. And I love that they're sort of relating to that and making all these um, videos. So you must have seen some um pretty cool ones then what have been some of your favorites yeah um someone did one with their with their cat which was brilliant um I did, I, I did like a sunglasses trend and like you just had to like bop to the beat with the sunglasses falling on your face and she did it with her cat which I thought was iconic <laughs> um people people just like writing their story over the over their video and just saying like I can't believe you let me treat me like that but then relating it to the lyrics and then it was really clever. Like I really liked seeing the response was great. There was, yeah, there's been a few funny ones where people have been like, you know, fuck you, fuck this, fuck everything. And it was exactly why I wrote it. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> that came across. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been a really great response. I'm really happy with it. And I'm just glad people can resonate in their own individual way because we've all been through different things, but to share the same sort of emotion is great yeah exactly and obviously your social media and your tiktok following is like staggering so how did this particularly tiktok i suppose as well how did that start to take off for you when did you realize like you were you know gaining so much momentum on there 
oh my god I don't I don't know it was so weird like I was so against TikTok like I was I was it was lockdown 2020 and I was actually in South Africa and I was a bit bored I was like oh like should we, should we just make some TikToks? That like, was my friend. I was like, should we just make some TikToks? I was like, and she was like, Gia, are you okay? Like, <laughs> you hate this platform. And I was like, yeah, let's just try it. And then started posting some like stupid, like there was like handshakes going around. It was the first lockdown. So the, the TikToks were, the supremacy of that was amazing. It was brilliant. <laughs> um, there's, no, there's no other era like it on TikTok. It was great. So I really got involved in that. And then I started posting some singing videos and those started taking off a bit and people kept following and I was, I was like, okay, this is interesting. I didn't really, because Instagram is so slow. Like you just don't grow on Instagram. Like it's so, it's so hard to get mm. people to hear your music. Um, but TikTok, it was just every day, every day, like so many more followers that I couldn't fathom. And then, yeah, it just, it's just kept, it just hasn't really stopped really. So it's, yeah, it's going, it's going well. Okay. Yeah. Well, it certainly, it's had a quick look today. Obviously you've got tons of videos on there now. So you look like you're well into your stride now doing a mix of, you know, just, sharing your ideas your songwriting some funny stuff like a big old mix isn't it yeah yeah I just want to keep it as real as possible because I know that social media isn't that real but I'm running two accounts because the big one I just think it kept getting shadow banned and it wasn't getting like viewed I kept getting like violated like a banned for violating community guidelines which was ridiculous because I didn't do that so I started a new account so that one's that one's been going well as well (laughs) well it could be that they're just super sensitive like probably you can't mention I don't know, COVID or something. It could be anything, I suppose, couldn't it? Yeah, so I just did, I just I just knew that it was my main platform for music and I was like, okay, I can't I can't be doing this. So I sort of run both now, but um yeah, it's just it's just such a phenomenal platform. Like I really, I really do rate it. And the fact that I was so against it is embarrassing. <laughs> we live and learn. Look, lockdown's taught us all yeah. some things. Now we exactly. know TikTok can be good, so that's that's good. Yeah, um, it can be. What about um you mentioned earlier, you know, you've got some more music maybe in the same sort of vein or style is good enough um what what have you got that you're allowed to talk about in terms of you've got any new music coming out this year you're going to work on an album what sort of sound what can we expect I'd love to do a debut project like an EP or something I'd really love to do that I've got a massive board on my floor um with EP written in the middle of it and like loads of like a spider diagram of like what I'm sort of visualizing for my EP um so I have I've definitely got some works in the project but at the moment I've just got so many songs that I want to be singles so it's really hard because if you all want them to have a, t- a moment to shine, it's like I've got like 12 songs before I could even like do an EP. But I don't I don't really know. I think now that I'm sort of doing it on my own, I, I have the control over it. So I think I'm just going to keep keep riding with it. Definitely releasing another song extremely soon. I'm not going to take another six month break. Um, but yeah, so I've got a lot coming out and I've got you know, a song for the summer, a song after. Yeah, just a, a lot coming out. Yeah. Okay, good. Lots to look forward to then. And yeah, I suppose that's difficult with an EP. You have to want, you want to get the balance right. But like you said, to give the individual songs their time to shine. And now it's very singles driven, isn't it? Um, a lot of people and artists yeah. are just releasing single after single after single, whereas it used to be, you know, your album's body of work. It's completely sure. changed, but it, maybe it's great in a way because you've got the control to do, to release what you want when you want to. Yeah, and there's no reason why I, I couldn't release like an EP of singles, you know, like they, they're, they're all as, I'm passionate about each of my songs. There's not really one that I'm like, I, I push, like I've obviously got my favourites, but um, at the moment I don't really have any filler songs that I think should be fillers. I've I've just got, I've got a bunch of songs that I sort of want to be singles, so I'm just being a bit selfish with that. No, that's good. They're all strong enough to be singles. I'm loving the confidence. No fillers <laughs> at all. 
that, but <laughs> it's just, just me being like that. But <laughs> they probably are all fellas, and you're like, what is this girl talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. no. We'll, we'll find out when they're out, won't we? Oh God, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pressure. Um, okay, Gia. Thank you so much for joining today. It's always been such a pleasure to talk to you. Um, find oh. out about you and your music, your influences, and you know what you've got coming up. Um, so we'll keep, keep an eye out then on your social media and your TikTok and Spotify and everything. See see what you're coming up with next. Thank you so much, Alice. It's been lovely to meet you. And you. So nice to meet you. And hopefully we'll talk again soon. Definitely. Definitely. All right. We'll have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And um, I will talk to you later. Amazing. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Headliner Radio. Supporting the creative community.